Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends, Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. everybody it's your boy ferris Mulan, and welcome to another edition of good friends better rivals with your boy ferris Mutana and my main man caleb caleb how are you my brother i'm good baby i'm good i'm Football's good hey, man, football, football is back we shall get let's get right into it caleb man let's just talk through some overall football stuff um first piece of the game dropped it was the jacksonville jaguars versus the las vegas raiders the las vegas raiders uh, oh, vegas, vegas zone yep so caleb when we were watching the game, uh, most of the starters didn't play, except on the Raiders side. Josh Jacobs played, and a bunch of their running yeah. backs played. So I don't. I think he's gonna go like. I think Josh McDonald's is basically gonna be like. Well, he just wanted to show like J- Jacobs over his injuries and shit. Yeah, basically. So he he gave him a little run. So do your initial thoughts. Jacksonville with all their starters sitting. Did, you were seeing the third and fourth stringers for the Jacksonville. Yeah, Jaguars. there's nothing to tell about the Jaguars. And, yeah, I mean. And, and and the main thing about the Raiders was Josh Jacobs. They, they want yeah they yeah they want he wanted to show a little something what he had coming out. You know they started yeah. fast. Um, they went out and they scored on the opening drive. They looked pretty good. So you know, get on them. So. Yeah, it wasn't really much to honestly. The Hall of Fame game is not really much to like look at because like no. it's 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 for years it was always those two those the teams is fifth preseason game. Now it's everyone's fourth preseason game because now there's only three preseason games. Uh, and it's always, like, people who are going to get cut. Like, these people are going to get cut. Like, unless they did something wild in the, the Hall of Fame game that people are like, we got to keep them or something or blah, blah, blah. But most of these guys are not coming back on the team. They're going to get cut most of the time. Uh, I was mostly, like, their initial run. Like, here is your once-in-a-lifetime opportunity of playing professional football in a preseason game. So it's really not much to look out because it's just. I mean, uh, apparently the Jaguars impressed you because you picked up uh, the, their quarter, all their quarterbacks. Well, for fantasy purposes, I'm in a dynasty <laughs> league, 
What if Trevor Lawrence gets hurt? So I would like to have CJ Beathard and Jake Luton on oh, my yeah. team. Do they really replace... invest you in that game? No, they haven't. It's just I have to pick them up out of necessity. You know, I'm not Brandon who just picks up Ty- Tyrone Johnson because he ran fast. I mean, I have to pick up those quarterbacks because they're the backups to my starting quarterback, you know, in my dynasty league. So so miss me with your nonsense, Caleb, you jackhole. Get out of here. Get out of here. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just like Jerry Jones, man. I'm just Jerry Jones. I'm looking for glory. <laughs> Oh, uh, but this game does show you how um, the Hall of Fame always shows you how much help. we love football yeah. and how much we want football all all all, all throughout the off season because it, this is big ratings like this had like ratings of like a six point two or five point seven. Yeah. It's one of it, them. It did better than an NBA Finals game. Did better than freaking uh, NHL hockey finals games. Like it, 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 America is a football country. Hell yeah, it's a football country. You know, it's we would rather watch. A random Thursday night game between Jacksonville and Buffalo when they sucked. Then then a World Series game, dog. It, it's 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 sad. It's really sad that the every sad. other sport no no, it's, no, 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 it's not games. no football. sip it. Let well, me finish. Let me finish. Can I finish my thought? You you no you, you weasel face? Okay. No. Like it's such a it's like football's first, and it's such a gap between second. Like it's so like and fastballs. Basketball's number two. We all know that. But it's such a gap, dude. It's such a gap. And it's insane, bro. It's insane. It's wild to me, man. Like, like personally, I, I don't want to watch. I didn't want to watch the Hall of Fame game. Cause I, I, I watch every single second. I like, well, yeah, no, because you're... I love football. I, I need you're it. You're a psychopath. You're a psychopath. You know, so it's all right. It's fine. Okay, did he freeze or did I freeze? Who's freezing? Me or him? I don't know. I don't know. One of us. I don't know. But it is what it is. Uh, but now the other big NFL news is um, the Deshaun Watson appeal. So, like, Susan L. Robinson recommended the six games. Uh, then the NFL, then the NFL appealed that decision because either they didn't agree with the six or they wanted ten. I don't know why they appealed. It's... It's their forte, but pretty much, you know, it just proves that the NFLPA cannot negotiate properly because we all saw this coming because apparently in the CBA, they negotiated like the initial crime. It gets sent to an independent arbiter, the initial crime, which was Susan L. Robinson. But if the NFL appeals, the appeal process goes to Roger Goodell. So really, it's all a kind of a sham. It doesn't really matter. And Susan L. Robinson never really mattered. Like she never mattered like at all. You know, so like, like I don't know why we did this pony. This this it was like a song and dance. This pony show, this like she never really mattered. This process never mattered because the NFL was going to appeal regardless to bring the power back to them. So you know, I'm not going to rant on the NFLPA because I already did with a lot of my other friends a couple of days ago. They're not a union. No, dude, I'm I'm too I'm tired, but I don't want to talk about how stupid they are, dude. They're not a union. They're not a union. <laughs> At all, they have no power. They're they they get whipped left and right every single time. Like it's they they have no power. Like they they don't do nothing. Like they they're not a proper union. Like apparently apparently this union was created so the NFL wouldn't get sued for antitrust laws. So they created a, a sham union to make everyone be like, oh, there's they have representation, but really they don't. Because the, the union doesn't do anything. The NFL added a 17th game 
and the union didn't say anything. They yeah. said nothing. They just added the seventeenth game, and they, they like like you have no. They have no power. They're I don't know I don't know how they can gain power. I don't know. They're 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 nothing. They're nothing. Like like, it's the most dangerous sport. It makes the most money. You would assume the players have power, right? Like no, you would assume I would that. Not, I would not assume that honestly. I'm just saying you would assume that, man. You just just, just assume that. You know, I'm just saying you, just, you would assume that. All right, guys, we got our first donation. Uh, that's about from Shug. Shug donated. Uh, let me bring up the, the donation right here. You, you could have saw it. It says. Uh, here to show love to two of my favorite people, Caleb and Ferris. Glad football is back. Can't hear Ferris go off all season. Stay, stay up, both of you. And there it is, right there. You see that, right there. There it is. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you for the dollar donation, bro. Um, yeah, man. It's like you would assume, right? But like, they got no, what do you mean? Well, why wouldn't you assume? Like, why? Because like, the owners have all the money in the infrastructure. They have all the power. That that's where that's where power lies. Money in infrastructure. The infrastructure, like we mean, because it's there's only thirty two of them, and then there's yeah. like a hundred and like, well, that, well, like the, build, the organization of it is the infrastructure of organizing yeah. each team and making the systems of what the NFL will be. That's the infrastructure part. The yeah. money part is that they have billion dollars. Not well, some of them make it from just you know being the owner NFL? of the teams, but a lot of them came into buying their teams from other businesses, and that's where all the money comes from. That's mm-hmm. why they're rich. That's why they have money to. Uh, pay for the players and have this type of infrastructure. Other yeah, because because the, the only the only owners that's I why know they have that's why the players don't have power. Yeah, no, because like because because they already they had the structure prior prior to the union, so their structure has been around longer. And now the union is basically kind of like trying to like rid the shackles of the sham that that was created out. It was created as a sham. Now it's trying to be a union, but they're so far behind the eight ball. They they're still trying to catch up, and they're still trying to catch up, and they can't catch up. They just can't. You know, it's just too late because it's 32 men um, together with billions of dollars. They could sit out a season and be okay. But most NFL players, they make so much like the minimum in the NFL. I think it's like 500,000. 500,000, yeah, around there. 500,000, yeah. uh, something like that. But like the average year is only three to four. Yeah. So you don't want to lose a year of, 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 well, of you your can't, career. You can't afford to can't. lose even a few games. Exactly, because you want the check. The game check is like what you're living off of, and you can't, pretty you much. can't take that off. Yeah, so they're screwed. Like Caleb, trust me, we're gonna see a 20 game season one 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 year. It's gonna be 20 games. It's gonna be 20 games. Watch it. Maybe. It's gonna be 20 games. I guarantee you, because someone made a joke where it was like the NFL should have an 82 game season, and everyone kept making jokes about it. That's unrealistic. No. 20 games, I could see it. I could see it. And guess what's they're gonna no happen? Yeah, like just get rid of preseason and just yeah. like play the season. That's three games right there. It's like from 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 August to like literally the NFL could dominate the the country from August August to February. Yeah, like in a couple of years, it's gonna happen. Like, trust me, in my lifetime, it's gonna be an NFL season of twenty games. Trust me, it's gonna happen, and records will be skewed because they're gonna have more games to break records. Like all the records will be thrown out of the book. Like, 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 like I thought Cooper Cup was gonna break um, Calvin Johnson's single season receiver record. Yeah, I literally thought I, it because uh, he, he, he had he almost he almost did. He yeah. was like a couple hundred yards. He almost did, but you know, like our record's gonna look different. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe not. You know, but it is what it is. Like the NFL has no power. They're they're. I want to talk to Dominique Foxworthy one day. Be like, yo, dude, like you were the president of the NFLPA. 
what did you do? Like, what did you do? Like, well, did you, you do? do nothing? Because, like, well, he, he had that... Fa- yeah, yeah, because he had that famous conversation with Jerry Richardson where Jerry basically said, we'll make you do whatever the hell we want. And Dominic was like, screw you. I'll fuck you up. Like, or like, I'll beat you up or something. Like, he threatened to kick Jerry Richardson's <laughs> ass in the, in the meetings. So, like, I want to talk to him like, you, what do y'all do in those meetings, man? Because every single time the CBA comes around, it looks like your deal gets worse. Your deal gets worse. Like... Well, that, what, that why really, all they can do is ask for less practice time, which actually hurts them in which some ways. Which is stupid. Because they actually need to practice because yeah. it looked like crap for them, like the yeah. beginning of the season. Because you didn't practice. If I was them, I would just ask for that. If, if I was them, I would just ask for more piece of the pie. Be like, give us like 55% of the revenue. You know, yeah, you know, it kind of, it's not going to happen, but, you know, ask for it. You could if you wanted to. But after yeah, all, like, well, yeah, they could if they like you said, if they do go to a twenty game season, maybe they get more closer to fifty. Exactly. Yeah, now it's like what, like forty eight. Like, stop worrying about. Like, I think they worry about like all this, this other like practice stuff and all that mm-hmm. stuff that don't really matter that much. Like, stick yeah, to like, the the fifty. Yeah, 50 like part. money, like the money. Yeah, stick to yeah, stick to have that second point. Let let everything else go. Increase contracts and money. That's what that's what I would do. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I would increase the the money. You know, so it is what it is. But now, Caleb, let's transition to. We'll say one thing right now. How about them Cowboys? Let's talk about it. The Cowboys. Minicamp continues. Padded practices continue. And you guys are still looking for a wide receiver. Break it down for me, Caleb. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we got the news right after, I think, we closed the show. The next day uh, came out that um, James Washington was going to be out for six to ten weeks. He has a similar injury to what the Marcus Lawrence had last uh, season after that, he got an injury to his foot on the uh, opening game, and he was out for pretty much the entire ten weeks um, length. And if that's the case, it's 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 more looking like more of the full ten weeks that he'll be out. So it's the receiver depth is not looking uh, good at all. <laughs> it's it's really hey man, like I said, hey man, your receivers are burning your number one corner, so I think you're pretty good. Oh, well, we're gonna talk about that. We'll talk about yeah. that. <laughs> But uh, as far as the receivers that are on the field, um, it's it's. Uh, I mean, the, what the Cowboys always like to do is they like to play their young players. They don't like going out to get the old guy to stop um, progression. They like playing their young players, even if they have struggles at the beginning of the season. The anti-Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I guess so. They they do like playing. Oh no! I just shot them. I just shot the Ravens. <laughs> Well, we we we'll got some Ravens fans in here. Yeah. <laughs> shout shout to my Ravens fans. Shout shout to Garnett. Shout to Garnett. Simi Fahoku. Shout to our uh, Ravens online receiver two Tony Pollard. Shout to uh, to Davon. What up? And, uh, so shout to them. All right. So that's so that's basically what their 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 um plan is to just play the young players in preseason, see what we got, and if we doesn't look good, then you know, we'll we'll you know press the panel button. We'll go and pick up on a veteran player and think that's what it looks like they're trying to do. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, All right, Dave. I love you, dog. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so what, what we have, you know, Dennis Houston is being featured a lot. And I saw there, they had a whole two-hour uh, practice that they showed uh, online that I watched on Saturday. And uh, Dennis Houston was featured <laughs> a lot. On Saturday, you sat down to watch a two-hour practice. Yeah. Not a game. Practice? Yeah. Not a game. Practice? 
Black Panthers. Well, I would have been there if I could. If I could travel to Oxnard, I, I, uh, I would go there and watch practice yeah. all day. I don't know why they. Why do they have training camp in Oxnard? I just don't understand it. Because You're we in... like to expand our family. That's how we get from across the globe. So is that why? Is that why you you control Arizona as well? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, as well. Suck too. I mean, yeah, the Cardinals are garbage. But continue. Um. But yeah. So so we uh. So Dennis Houston's being featured a lot. In fact, I mean, it what looks like he has, he has a great connection with Dak already. What did I like, tell just you? Early in this camp, like it looks like like that's Dak's guy. That's where he goes to. He's Told he's finding a uh, good rhythm with him. Uh, Jalen Tolbert looks good. He looks everything that he's advertised. I mean, he he can't. I think he can step in. Um, even though he was only a third round pick, I think he's ready to step right in and um, play, play a lot, be a starter. Um. Noah Brown. Noah Brown was is surprising. Uh, it's surprising that Noah Brown's even um, still on the team. He, he's been um, because uh, he's been on the team for like four years, and he really. Why don't y'all play him? Because he just run. He's just a run blocker. Um, have you guys ever tried doing. to use him in like an actual receiver role? Uh, not really. We don't really. So why? Yeah. Why don't you let him? Like, because no, because I know Noah Brown. He was the, he was the starting wide receiver at Ohio State, mm-hmm. where he played actual wide receiver. He was pretty good. That's what when that's when I found out like UA has had him. I was like, why don't you let him play receiver? Let him catch a football. We just yeah, we, well, we just can, kind of just always play him in run uh, run situations. He's a pretty no, he's a, he's a he's a he's a good run blocker. You know, he's really yeah, good. he is. He is. That's what we're using. Underrated trade in a wide receiver. And uh, so so, but this year, this year he came into camp a little lighter, a little quicker, and it shows, man. He was catching some great balls that I was watching. Like he was making some. He had the catch of the day on Saturday. Um, so he, look, he looks a lot better, and I think he took that approach this season to to show that oh, I've, since Amario has gone, and now he feels like he does have an opportunity to step it up, and maybe he can take a starting position. And I think that's why he made the change to his body and um, the way he plays, and that he's really stepping in, um, looking like an actual receiver now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Uh, obviously, we saw uh, Sim Phil go in that viral video. You know him, you know, just burning, burning him off the line. And, you know, I've I, seen other clips of Sam Fogo playing really well. So, I mean, a lot of these young receivers, you know, they're, they're looking, you know, they're looking good. And I like, I, I would, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Cowboys playing and, you know, just see what they got. See them in the preseason game, see um, how they're looking. Um, why not? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we do, Michael Gallup will come back. James Washington will come back. So it's, even if we do add another receiver, that's going to be at that time going to be kind of a gonna be too crowded situation. That's going to be too crowded yeah. in, in that so, room. Yeah. Yeah, if we can get through, you know, the first part of the season until Michael Gallup comes back, I, I think we can, uh, you know, if the, if these um, young young receivers show up, I think we can just roll with them. Yeah, and I honestly think I think that's I think that's I prefer those plans. You know, n- never don't go out there and sign like a like a veteran retread or uh, like if, if if the veteran fits, get him. But if you if you but the veteran receivers on the market right now that need jobs. Who like who cares? Roll the dice on the young kid and let him see if they ball out. Like you know what I mean? Like like TJ Vasher, Dennis Houston. Like what I tell you about Dennis? I told you about Dennis, man. Didn't I tell you about Dennis last week? Yeah. So like I told you to watch out for Dennis. So Dennis Vasher, Simi Fahoko, and Noah Brown. They're young receivers who like I think Simi and Noah have been on the roster for at least four and three or two years well, for Simi. Simi's second year, second and year. Um, Brown's been here for like four years. Yeah, yeah. So like you know what? You drafted these kids. You found these kids. Let them ball. Let them see. You know, because at the end of the day, you don't know if your receivers can play until you let them play in a game. 
like practice is practice. You know, we, we keep talking about training camp where people get excited by everybody. Like, like the New York Giants are getting excited for David Sills again. Who cares? Who cares? He don't play good. He don't play in the games. When the game matters, who's in the game? Who's in the game? And you'll find out who these receivers really are. Like, you'll find out if Simi Fahoku is just having a good camp and he beat Trayvon once or twice until you put him in a game and he's going against, like, another solid corner and see if he beats them off the line. You know what I mean? Because here's the thing. Like, yeah. like in training camp or in practice, you could beat your teammate because you know why? Because you see him every day. You see him every day. You know what they like to do in practice. You know if they like to take it a little easy in practice. And you kind of take advantage of that and you look good. They're called practice practice warriors. You know what I mean? You, you see that. But until they actually play an NFL game, not no preseason game, game one, week one, they're playing. Who are you against? The, the Buccaneers. I want to see Simi Fahoku against Colton Davis. Broncos. No, I, thought it was, I thought you guys were against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Oh, week one, yeah. Yeah, week one. I, week, I, I thought you meant week one um, preseason, sorry. No, 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 week one. I'm talking about week one. No, forget about the preseason. Yeah, preseason one. is whatever. Everything, everything's vanilla. Week one of game like of the season, you're against Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy, Bunton. They're good corners, not great corners. I'm not going to say that they're not that great. You know, they're fine. They're okay corners. Let me see Simi beat off beat Carlton Davis. Let me see him beat off no, Sean Murphy, Bunton. No, no, no. I was trying to keep... Keep rolling. No one will notice, but you. I don't know why you had to point it out. Well, I was, I was, that's why I switched it. They notice. They notice. No, but I was trying to switch it. I was trying to switch it. I was trying. To, but you, you pointed it out. You know what I mean? Let me see, like him beat off the line. Yeah, it pause. Yeah, I know. I got you, man. You know, what, I, should, I should get a. I should get a pause soundbite. I'm gonna fix that one later. Pause. Um, but yeah, man. Don't this don't mean nothing. This don't mean nothing. Who knows you better than your teammates? Like people, his teammates, they know who Trayvon Diggs practices. And they know how to beat Trayvon Dix. He he was probably slow playing. Uh, yeah, I know. So you want to get into I'm, that? Oh, let's talk about it. Like okay. the viral video of Trayvon Dix, Simi Fahoku and CD Lamb beat him off the line, and it oh. wasn't even like it wasn't even like they did a double move. It was like pop pop outside, and they just ran up the seam, and they just ran up. And they just kept running and running. They just beat him using speed. Like yeah. did, there was there was no double move. I didn't see a double move. Did you see a double move? Um, I don't think it was a double move. I think they just beat him off the line and they just, and he just they just ran, and he just got he just couldn't catch him. Yeah, they just ran well, right past him. Uh, uh, so yeah, so obviously the the video goes viral. He, he's taking a lot of criticism on social media, so he deletes his Twitter. Yep, um, because he just kept getting uh, hammered by the fans. But uh, yeah, I mean Trayvon, like said, I mean, it's, it's just practice. It's, it, it is just practice. Um, We've seen it in in real games though that he just guesses too much on routes. He he thinks he's um, athletic, which he usually is. He is athletic enough to um, uh, have uh, catch up speed. He has catch up speed to yeah. He'll give him a little bit. He maybe guess on a route, but he'll he knows he can go back and catch up to the receiver um, if they catch it. You know, um, that's why he feels like he can play a little little uh, fast and loose with that kind of uh, with his play. Uh, otherwise. We don't really know what the yeah, routes man. are in practice. We don't know what their what their schemes are. What, if he has safety help or not, or any there wasn't safety help. There wasn't safety help. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. they, they, we it's don't know what man. they're trying to do in practice, or they just are, are they doing a drill. They just want to see where the receivers at, or what the what, what kind of play. Also, the fact that they just like, kind of let plays go, even though Dak is about to get sacked, and he still just throws it because there's obviously they're not going to sack the quarterback. Mm-hmm. In practice, and they just let the play go, and 
obviously he got big. Um, so that that, but it is Chris is fair that he yeah he does get beat sometimes, but I think it's a little unfair that's way way too much because they all, all everybody talking about yards allowed. I mean, but yeah, he got interceptions, you know. So I mean, it is what it is. I mean, he maybe he gambles a little too much, but uh, as long as he's intercepting, I don't really care. Yeah. Okay, that's the thing, right? Like, you you clearly see his deficiencies. Clearly, we know what his deficiency is. He's a guesser. He hops the route. He tries to guess what, where do you break? You know, he doesn't just play the man. He doesn't just play like to the movement. And is he isn't okay with a a pass breakup? He wants the pick, you know. And and you know what? Sometimes he you look amazing and you guess it right and you get the pick. But most of the time, you get beat. You know what I mean? He needs to stop that. Like that's how everyone when people against Trayvon Diggs in the NFL. You know, you have that one year. You had what? Eleven? He had what? Eight, eight, eight picks? Yeah, eleven. He had eleven picks. Yeah. You, you, you don't. Most good coaches and good players, they study the players who just had a career year the prior year, and they attack them. We know what he, what he, what he's wrong on. You can see his tendencies. Like he wants to jump the route. He wants that interception, because you know what I mean. Because interceptions get you paid, and 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 a corner who gets paid. Gets in a lot of interceptions, unless you're Jalen Ramsey, who doesn't, you know, according to Asante Samuel, Jalen Ramsey's not that very good of a corner. You know, you know what I mean? Because he doesn't get the ball. He doesn't get the ball. Gotta go get the ball. But with Trayvon, it's he gets the ball, but he gets an interception, but then he gets beat like two times. You know what I mean? Like you clearly see his deficiencies. I'm not saying he's a bad player, he's a fine player. But if he if he just reduces that tendency to hop the route and just, you know. And just like straight up, you know, just play the just play the receiver. But this, but that's the thing about this video, Caleb. He didn't he didn't guess. It was a straight, like Garnett said, it was a gunner nine route. He, they just went up the seam. They just went up the seam. Yeah. They just went up the seam. He just got beat off the line. He yeah, didn't open up his hips. He didn't. Beat. Like I, I was looking at uh, compared him to other corners, like uh, Jalen Ramsey and all the other type corners. He doesn't have that much more yards allowed. I mean. Mainly the two plays that he got beat on last year, with one against the Bucks, one against the Patriots, um, and one of them against the Patriots is supposed to have safety help, and they didn't, so it just counts against him because he let the guy catch the ball on him. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, it's not really that big of a difference. I mean, every corner gets beat. Every, I mean, I'd rather a little, uh, you know, one or two plays and get beat like that, and take all the interceptions if he's going to make those plays. Because we had a guy like that. We had Byron Jones. We chose not to sign Byron Jones again. Byron Jones was a guy who never made an interception, never made a big splash play. All he did was, I mean, he was good at covering his guy. That's what he did good, covered his guy, uh, didn't let him get beat, but he didn't make any plays. And all the Cowboys fans, you know, really didn't like him, and um, they were fine letting him go. Well, yeah, man, it was so – I'd, I'd, I'd rather have Trayvon Diggs. He just, he just had a great broad jump. That's all Brian, Byron Jones had. He had like a, the world record broad jumping. Something was like what nine, nine and a half, or like a ten and a half, or something. something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but like that's, that's the same thing. The same thing with Bruce said. You know, shout out to Jared. It's training camp. Can't take everything good and take everything bad seriously. There, it's training camp. It's practice. This is where you mess up. You know, this is where you mess up. You you figure out what's good, what's not. We'll see. Will can he fix it? Can he fix his yeah. his tendency of? Hopping the route. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see in the game. If he takes more, lesser, more chances, but 
You know, I'm fine yeah. with with way he plays. You know, I'm fine with it. Well, now, Caleb, let's talk about you. Did sign somebody, uh, and you signed. I think I've always liked this player. I've always liked this player. This player, when he was in Minnesota, it was him and Eric Kendricks. Yeah. That was a great linebacking one too. You guys signed Anthony Barr. You know, I don't know why Minnesota didn't resign him because he's pretty damn good. But sure, whatever, Minnesota, do you do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Anthony Barr, um, do you guys have no depth at linebacker, or or is it just no, like, a, like um, a? No, I think it's just adding to the depth. Um, obviously, uh, Van Der Esch has um, some injury past. Um, Jabril Cox is coming off an injury, um, but we're just adding to it. I mean, why not? do this deal because it helps it helps them it helps the whole linebacker core um michael parsons don't you know can be all over the field while both lane van der Esch and uh and anthony Barr can be uh, at the middle in the week in the weak side um and basically it gives allows michael parsons just to roam around and do his thing um i think that's the biggest thing and this uh, this guy's you know really good uh run stopper uh makes a lot of plays you know gets the tackle for losses gets the uh, forced fumbles and um mm-hmm. you know he had uh three sacks and three interceptions last season um you know i think the main thing where uh vikings didn't resign him because he did have an injury last year but after his injury uh later as the season went on he actually got more productive um so yeah i think he still got a lot left maybe they just thought he was washed or something but i, I still feel uh that he, he has a lot left I mean, he's a four-time pro bowler um and uh, yeah, it's, it's only a one million. Uh, I mean, a one year, two million dollar deal uh, with up to three million. So I mean, it's not like we're you know spending a whole lot on it, and we get uh, maybe we can get a lot of production for you know not not a lot of cost, you know. Yeah, I think this is. I think, and honestly, like you're receiving your linebackers. Someone always is hurt. Someone is always hurt. You know what I mean? It's either Leighton Van Der Esch, Sean Lee's been hurt. Is Entire career, like he's never healthy. Is he still there? No, he's not. Sean's Lee's not there. No, he's not. Okay, finally retired last year. Finally retired. Jesus, well, he never really year. played it. He he never really played a full a full on season because that man is always like hurt. Lane Van Der Esch, he gets dinged up once in a while. Jalen Smith's already gone. You know, we had him in New York. I don't know why, but he's gone. Um, <laughs> and he's still there. I thought he was. No, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Thank God. No, um. Yeah, man, I feel sorry for Jalen, bro. Wait, dude, that injury to his knee in the in the Fiesta Bowl—that's what ruined everything. Ruined everything, bro. Um, your only healthy linebacker is Michael Parsons. Like, who else? You know. Well, I mean, Van Der Esch and Cox are healthy now. Yeah, they're, not, they're healthy now. <laughs> we'll see. They're never healthy, ever. Like, oh, Lane Van Der looking good. Week one, he um he hurt his neck. He'll be out for like well, four weeks. You know? He did hurt his neck. Exactly. But he's so, good. He's good now. He's looking good. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He's but Anthony Barr is a, is, a, is a good prove-it deal insurance linebacker. You know what I mean? I think he'll get on the field once or more than more than we expect. Because I like I like Anthony Barr. He's pretty good. No, I mean, he's definitely the, the starter on that. Yeah. I, I he's would a starter on any him. other team. I don't know why Minnesota didn't resign because yeah, I, I would I would play him in the middle and let uh, Van Der Esch play the weak um, because mm-hmm. that's where Van Der Esch play, plays the best when he's on the weak side. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then, like I said, just helps Michael Parsons just either play linebacker edge and go wherever. And we also have, uh, Jane Ron curse, uh, who also plays like a linebacker safety role. You know, he's oh, Javon curse's son. Oh, Javon. Yeah. The freak son. God, you have the freak son. That's wild. Now, I mean, Javon curse, man, he was a bad member. Gemma, 
You know what I mean? Coming in the NFL, 17 sacks his rookie year, and then he never did anything else because he kept getting hurt. Ah, <laughs> uh, the freak. I miss him. So uh, all of them together, if they're fully healthy for all the season, I think we have a really solid linebacker core. Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, uh, Davon says, how many years has Anthony been in the league? I think he's been in the league, what, for like eight years? Six years, maybe? Six, eight. I think it was eight. Seven, six, seven. I think so. Yeah. I think so. That. Yeah, I honestly think so. Like, when he was in Minnesota with, like, him and Eric Kendricks in that defense, I think they could have made a run in the in the playoffs if they had a quarterback. If they had a quarterback, man. Like, literally, I remember, I remember the year. It was the year the Panthers made the Super Bowl. That year. That mm-hmm. year, um, Blair Walsh missed that field goal against uh, against Seattle. They beat Seattle, and you know what? Anything could have happened. You know, I think they would have. I think they would have. Uh, I think their only tough. I think their only tough matchup in that 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 playoff year would have been Carolina. Would have been Carolina. Like it would have been like if. But if they like Carolina beat them or they beat Carolina, I think they one of those teams would have been the Cardinals in the championship game and then they would have won. It would have been in the Super Bowl. And then, you know, if Minnesota beat Carolina and then if and then Minnesota, because def, Minnesota was definitely going to beat like Minnesota and Carolina were definitely better than the Cardinals because Carson Palmer stinks. Stinks. Okay. I, I, you know, Rodney, you, you probably correct. <laughs> Rodney, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Rodney, you correct. You correct. I'm not saying you wouldn't, you know, I'm not saying you wouldn't, but you know, but you know, they could have, they could have given y'all a, a, a they could have given y'all because y'all barely beat, y'all barely beat Seattle, y'all beat Seattle thirty-one twenty-four, you know what I mean? Y'all beat Seattle thirty-one twenty-four. So, you know, if they, if Minnesota had a proper quarterback, they could have beaten y'all. Maybe we, you know, we would have seen, it. we would have seen. It. But Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks, those were a great linebacker duo for a couple of years, man. And I think yeah. Minnesota wasted those years by straddling themselves with Kirk Cousins. And now we got Barr and Parsons, so. Exactly. That look, that's really that looks really good I to me. I honestly think, honestly think Barr is going to be a good upgrade for you because if you let Lane Vanderesh play his proper position on the weak side, if Anthony Barr at the strong side, then just Parsons just roaming around. God rest everyone. God rest those NFC East souls. You know what I mean? God rest them. Yeah. But now, okay, let's move on. Um, yeah. You don't have a kicker. No, we don't. What is going on? Stop Why didn't you guys that. resign Greg the leg? Um, because he sucks. <laughs> yep, that's true. He, he, ruined, he like lost us that first opening game. We freaking hit the field, but we win that game. Um, but, I, but hey, man! But it's been it's been it's been a battle. Any kicker that you're liking? Because apparently none of them you guys assigned are any good. They're terrible. They are so bad. At the, like one guy went like four of eleven. One of the other ones like seven of eleven. They're both Liam Hiralau and uh, Jonathan Garibay. They freaking suck. I mean, yeah, they're not good. I don't, I don't have kicking problems. You know, we have Graham Gano, so yeah, well, good for you. Graham Gano, you know. I mean, it, it's terrible. It's terrible to watch. Like it, when, it, when I was watching the practice, they was like, oh, and it, you could hear it in the crowd. They were, it, right when it's like, oh, you can hear the moans in the crowd uh, every time the kicker came in. <laughs> they knew they were going to mi- miss it. Hey, man, speaking like, of kickers, man, um, you know, shout out to Justin Tucker. He just got re-signed by the Baltimore Ravens. Four years, twenty-four million dollars. Good for him. Best kicker in the NFL, probably the best kicker in NFL history. NFL history, yeah, yeah, probably. So yeah, we're having a lot of problems there. Um, hopefully, they get better in the preseason games. Uh, but we're working out uh, like two or three kickers on Tuesday. Um, Who are they? Bringing, one of them is Brett Maher. Like I don't know what the hell we're bringing back in. Like we just had him. 
We just got we got rid of him for a reason. Like, I mean, you know, yes, I mean, yes, yes. You know who you should guys sign up? You should call up is um, um, Roberto Aguayo. Call him. <laughs> no, it was good for us for we had him for like eight games and he was like really good. It was Kai Forbath. I would like to um to, to bring back him because he was perfect. He's in ten, He's in. He's in Houston. Oh fuck! Oh shit! He's he's Houston's starting oh. kicker. <laughs> Well, he was good. Like he went perfect for for the limited time he played when our kicker was injured, and he he went perfect. Like I wish we would have signed that guy back. But yes, that's not. It's looking horrible for there. Yeah. Horrible kicking situation. One other question to the last topic: Um, is your D line dominating or is your O line not that good? Uh that's a, that's the big question. Um, because the the, the D line looks great. I mean, they are getting at, like I said, like I was talking about. Um. Earlier, when I said that they are just letting the Dak just throw the ball because um, he looks like he's going to get sacked. Every he said Kai Forbath. Yeah. Oh my bad, he's in Minnesota. I apologize. Yeah. So, so yeah, he's a free agent. He's a free agent, actually. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Just, we should sign him. Yeah, because who who am I talking about? The one in Minnesota. I have no idea. Fairbane, idea. Kai Fairbane. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, the the Hawaiian kid, Fairbane. Fairbane. You know about Fairbane, right? Fairbomb, Fairbomb, Kai Fairbomb. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um. Yeah. So. So. Like I was saying, uh, they, their son, the Dak, just uh, throw up. But he, every time he looks like he's about to get sacked, like it's like, oh, that, that should have been sacked. That should have been sacked. Because um, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Mike Parsons, all uh, the edge guys are really kind of beating up on Terrence Steele. Uh, and that 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 worries me a little bit. But Terrence Steele looks like he he's more of a gamer. He looks like he does get beaten practice, but in the game, it's like he really shows up because he doesn't really allow sacks. Same same with um uh uh our our, our center Tyler Biotis looks like he's getting beat a lot in, the, in that middle. But but that does give me hope for a lot of the defense uh the interior defensive line because we got a lot of depth there. We got uh we got Osa Digizuwa, got Tristan Hill, Chauncey Golston, Neville Galmore. Um, big uh, Ridgeway and Carlos Watkins, and all these guys are looking good. Like they're they're overpowering uh, Todd Biash in that middle, and they're they're getting up field. They look really good. Uh, like I said, I really like the depth there, and um, that that. But every time that like, but it's not even like the starters are going to be like even the backups. Like when the backups can the, deep, the second team deep line is getting through, they're 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 sacking the quarterback. Um, so like I said, I don't know if it's totally, um, the defensive line dominating or if it's the, the linemen are just not looking that great. I'm gonna go with the defensive line is looking good. Cause when your second team defensive linemen are also beating your second team off of the linemen, that means the scheme is pretty dang good. You know what I mean? Scheme is pretty oh, good. Yeah, and yeah. I love how Dan Quinn, cause Dan Quinn is just right up there. He's coaching, telling him where to go. Is put pointing out like yeah. you know really getting in their face and you know really trying to teach them, coach them, and you know, I love that about that point. But yeah, man, I, dude, dude, you know what's crazy about the NFL? Like when a coach like gets fired, it goes downhill real quick. Like because like 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 just think of Dan Quinn. Two years prior to him getting fired, they were in the Super Bowl. Everything's looking gravy for Atlanta. Everything's looking nice, and then you snap your finger a year and a half later. All hell just like went, just like just like that, bro. Like like quickly, how quickly the NFL just changes. Like Dan Quinn was like, yo, Dan Quinn could could create a dynasty in in, in Atlanta. To like, hey, someone fire Dan Quinn. 
You're like, wow. And now it's like, hey, someone go get Dan Quinn. Like, wait, I thought like two years prior, we were like going to kill Dan Quinn. What's going on here? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, it's just, talk about a resurrection of somebody's image. Dan Quinn. You know what I mean? I think Dan Quinn's a pretty good defensive coordinator. Head coach, he's, whole coach, whole coach is, he's okay. He's okay. He'll have a good year or two, but he, he won't last long. He's a great defensive coordinator. I like him. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I kind of blame that on Kyle Shanahan because all he had to do was run the damn ball. Just run the ball. Just run the ball. Shanahan gets a little too cute. He's a little too brainy. Like, let me drop this cool, schemey thingy. Just run the ball down the throat of the defense. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Don't. Why are you giving Tom Brady the ball back? You're up twenty-eight-three. Do just grind it out. Take take a long time calling the play. Take your time. Bring it down. You know what? Listen, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get started. Don't get me started. Don't get me started, please. I don't wanna. I don't wanna get started, bro. I still. I don't wanna get started. All right, Kev. Okay, that's pretty much all about the Cowboys. Yep. Now let's transition to the other team in blue. Um, we had the New York Giants. Lawrence Taylor. What are we? Damn right, Lawrence said. That's what we did. We got a so like. Yeah, look like a bunch of dead dogs. Hey, can you like see? I'm being I'm being very respectful <laughs> of your team, and you just come at me like this. We can talk. I can be disrespectful about your team. Where I trust me, man. By week four, all your linebackers gonna be injured. Then by week three, Trayvon Diggs is gonna get beat eight times. All right, mm-hmm. zip it. All right, zip it. And you know what? You know all you really need to do is beat Dan. You know how you beat a Dan Quinn defense? Just have your running back run a goddamn wheel route. And boom, he'll be wide open. Shout out to, to Dare Ogumawale. That's not even close to his name, so. Isn't, that's a, that's the, that was the fullback that beat Michael Parsons on that. No. On, on the Hard Knocks, right? That's not his name. Oh, my bad. Uh, Dare is in, in Jacksonville. I apologize. Whatever. Shout out, Caleb. All right. Michael Parsons had an interception today, so I don't know what you're talking about. Today? Yeah. It's practice. So, so who cares? It's practice, man. We're talking about practice. Whatever. You know, whatever. You know what? Let's talk about the I New York Giants. Giants. Right? Yeah, no, 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 crappy. You mean, you're crappy. You, man, you shut your mouth. You can't even beat the San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo. Get out of here. Oh, okay, so zip it. So, you, 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 did you win the Super Bowl? No, didn't I? I then you, you, your your season your season sucked. Won the division. Your season still sucked. My season sucked. Your season sucked. If you don't your win the Super Bowl, sucked. your seasons. My seasons? What are you talking your about? Your we last made the playoffs season. and we your, made the playoffs six seasons. years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and then you, you know the famous boat trip and all that good all that good jazz. I blame Justin Bieber. You know what? No, I blame Justin Bieber and Trey Songs. Trey Songs should be arrested. That's all I gotta say. Someone should arrest Trey Songs. Not just because of the boat incident, because also he's a sexual assaulter. But let's not let's not let's not talk about that. Because this is a football podcast. Screw Trey Songs. Um, and it's not liable because it's proven, or it's slander because it's all proven. Are you just saying stuff, or did you fact check that? No, 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 no. Dakota, Dakota Gonzalez told us told us her story. That's all I gotta say. Shout out to Dakota Gonzalez. I hope you hope you're doing very well, girl. All right, offensive line. Um, two of our offensive linemen went down. Uh, one's a season-ending injury in Marcus McKeithen. Uh, he was one of the linemen out of North Carolina we drafted. He tore his ACL, so that's really gonna kind of like. Kind of shut shut our death a little because we also la- lost Matt Gano. Matt Gano last year broke his neck, and then this year he was coming back, seeing if he was going to be okay. And during the first live practice, 
he didn't feel good. He, like he just wasn't feeling right. He wasn't feeling right. So I think it's it's more looking like Gano is going to be a, a career-ending injury. I think this is probably going to be his last time ever playing NFL football because of his neck injury. And he like the hitting just screwed him up. So, you know, it's not going to look good. So I think we lose those two offensive linemen. Um, uh, John Feliciano, um, his injury was not really even an injury. He was dealing with heat exhaustion and over like he's like just like in like fatigue. So he he's actually back. So we're good. He's our starting center. Fleece, shout out to Fleece. Um, and we just signed Eric Smith uh, today. It's official. Eric Smith was with us. Um, I think in 2019. He's gonna add depth on the le- on the on the tackle side. Um, and it's very very clear that Max Garcia, who we signed, thinking it's gonna be. Um, I don't know if it's like Chris Carson's neck injury. Uh, um, Jared, but it's 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 he did he he broke something. I, I didn't get the full specifics, just that he broke his neck last year in the first padded practice when they were hitting. It just it just wasn't feeling right. It just it just wasn't feeling right. It was it felt he like he just wasn't feeling good, and he went to get checked out by the doctors. It's looking like it's a career ender. It's looking like could something happen? Maybe I don't know. But it's, it's something he—it's not—he's getting checked out by the doctors today and uh, in a couple of couple of days. So we did sign. You're being roasted in the. I know, I know. That's why I saw, yeah. like these motherfuckers, man. <laughs> Shut up. Don't go to hell. At least I, I'll always have 2011 and 2007. While you weren't even born when when they won a title. I was um, born. I was born. You're like what? One years old. No, I was 20 years old. Oh, what, what you were born in what? 92? I was born in 93. So, so you want so you witnessed one of them. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. Hey man, it was like AOL Messenger. That's a, that's AOL like, loading up for like, Yeah, that's AOL loading up. No, hey man, long. nobody call. Oh, but yeah. So like um so our offensive line, you know, has been, you know, kind of like you know, just injuries, uh, which is something I didn't want, but it is what it is. Um, pretty clear. Um, our left tackle, our left guard is going to be Shane Lemieux. Um, he has solidified himself in that left guard spot. Um, he took it from Max Gonzalez, Max Garcia. We we signed Max Garcia to say he's going to be one of our starters, but Shane Lemieux has made it very clear that he's going to be our left guard. Um, and, you know, we got an update by Nick Gates. Nick Gates is looking good in rehab because Nick Gates had that horrific injury the week after the Saints game where he broke his leg in like two places. And he's, just, you know, he's just rehabbing and rehabbing and rehabbing. So we'll see if he is he going to come back fully healthy. So it's going to be so it's looking like so actually the Giants actually um, released their unofficial depth chart for for, you know, the, the preseason game they're going to have. So at left guard, it's Shane Lemieux got fleece at center. Uh, Mark um, Glowenkowski at right guard, Evan Neal, and Andrew Thomas. That's the outline. Is it going to stay that way? Probably not. But I think it may be, maybe not. Because, but I think this is going to stay that way because unless something ha- injury happened, because like no offense to Josh as a Wudu, the other North Carolina kid we drafted, he hasn't been looking good. Uh, Jam- um, Jamal Douglas is our backup center. Um, ben Bredesen, he's going to get cut. I mean, he not staying. You guys have like the greatest uh, resume of drafting, you know, high round uh, linemen. Do you? 
Just Eric Flowers is the only one that messed up. Well, the other one that you, Hernandez, and you drafted mine. Willie, oh Willie Hernandez, yeah, him and yeah. Willie and Eric. Well, that's a different regime. That was a previous regime. That was the David Gelman regime. And I personally think you know Willie Hernandez is a um is a Duke um, Manyweather um product. You, you Duke, you know Duke because Duke is connected to the Cowboys because apparently he's doing like a something with the Cowboys or something. Uh, Duke said with Willie. People forget our offensive line coach is horrible. Like we talk about how bad these offensive linemen are, but offensive linemen need a lot of coaching if you want to really fix them up. And Willie Duke is like, yeah, they didn't coach him properly. You know what I mean? They didn't coach him. So like, it is what it is. We'll see. Um, you know, if because like Eric Flowers became a, a serviceable guard in the NFL. He he plays a very good guard. He's a good guard. Wasn't a very good left tackle. He's a horrible left tackle. Trash. But then he started playing guard for Washington, and he played good. Not great, because he was playing guard, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, pretty much that's it. And then um, all the that's pretty much all the offensive lineman stuff. That's what I was really kind of worrying about, because we also, too, had our FanFest event, where yeah. the fans got to saw 11-on-11 scrimmaging. Most of the scrimmage were, were third and fourth stringers, um, and then there was live tackling in them. But then a couple of the, um, you know, the the starters played. Um, Daniel Jones found Wondell Robinson on a little route when he like had to move up with the pocket, and he like fit it in there, and it was like between kind of like kind of like had to fit it in between a, a, a defensive like a linebacker's hands. Wondell got it from the inside. He sat on the zone and then popped out. Um, Tyra Taylor scored a touchdown at the beginning at the end when he came in at the at the goal line with Richie James. With Richie James, he popped in and out. Um, you know, we there wasn't a lot of news at, for the wide receivers because either well, they're not really the pop- Wandell looking the yeah. best. Huh? Wandell looking the best. Wandell's looking good. Wandell's looking good. Um, the offense fully isn't there yet. I think it's I think it's about the timing and the and the way Dayball like does his routes. You know, um, because you know it's it's reaction based, right? So like. At the top of the route, the the receiver could do two things. If the if the if the safety bails out, you do one thing. But if the receiver comes in, you do another thing. And I think the receivers still haven't figured that out because he's giving them options. And I feel like yeah, these receivers, he, can, he, he can do a lot of things. Like he, mm-hmm. he can do be like the underneath, but he also can exactly. Oh, exactly. So, but, but the the other receivers, like you know, because Kenny Galladay was when he probably got in the NFL and when he was in Detroit, it was like Kenny. Just run straight. Just run straight. That's all you got to do. Now Kenny's like, oh, if you get to the top of the route, Kenny, when the safety drops in, I want you to pop back out. Oh, but if the safety bails out, I want you to, like, you know, probably cut out or cut in. And Kenny's still like, wait, we're, we have options at the top of the route now? Like, what is going on right now? So, because, you know, because you could, you could see it, like, and you could see it in Buffalo where Stefan Diggs, he, when he would get to the top of his route, you don't know where he's going to go because he, cause he's going to go based on where you're going to go. Because if you go left, he goes right. If you go right, he goes left. You come in, he goes I. You come, you bail out, he, come, he curls back in and gets the ball to Josh Allen. And it's all about communication with Daniel Jones, you know, because Daniel Jones isn't really, you know, it's not looking good. You know, he was 5 for 12 today. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's not, not looking, looking good. <laughs> and his thing about because. Well, so we'll see if they can grasp this offense because it's a mixture of Dayball and Kafka. So, like, they're together, and Kafka's going to call the plays for the preseason game. 
So it's a mixture of both offices. And they're giving, like Al Stapleton, as when he was tweeting out, he was like, he's giving these receivers, like, options. You know, they, they do, they're going to do two different things. If the, if the corner does one thing, they do one thing. You know, like, that's the thing. So it's still a learning process, but it's training camp, it's practice, it's preseason. Fail. Fail. Like, like I want you to fail. You're, you're supposed to fail. But, get, but week one, get your stuff together. It's week one. You got to, like, you know, make sure to get it all out what before week one. What are you watching for this, for this game coming up? What I'm watching? Receivers. Yeah. Receivers and, and O-line. That's it. Receivers and O-line. Because if the if it, if the receivers are playing good, then I'll know it's it's DJ's fault, you know. But if the receivers are screwing it up, because they're it makes it makes the quarterbacks look dumb. Well, we'll see. The old line is what I'm really watching. The old line is what I'm really watching because they're they're gonna go out there with Lemieux and Neil and Fleece and Neil. Neil is who I'm gonna be watching the right side the entire game. I know Andrew Thomas is good. He's good. He just needs a good left guard. Who is consistent and he knows how to you know play with right tackle? I'm watching all day. Right tackle, right tackle. Evan Neal, because Evan Neal, Evan Neal was wasn't looking very good in in a couple of practices. He was getting beat by O'Shane Zimenez and and all the other linemen and Kayvon Thibodeau. Apparently, Kayvon Thibodeau during the fan fest, and I quote some people, "Unstoppable, lived in the backfield, has a great first step." Could not, he has a nice bend to him. Something like, you know, it's, it's stuff like I've been saying the entire time he was in the draft. Kevon Thibodeau has the best first step, has the best bend in out of all three, all, out of all three of them. It's him, Aiden Hutchinson, and Trayvon Walker. It was those three guys. I prefer Kevon Thibodeau because of his first step and his bend and his use of violent hands. Trayvon Walker is just st- strong. Here's my hey. one move. Because I remember okay I watched all... He looked okay. He got a sack, right? Yeah, he, he did, but like he's he just he just straight armed the 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 tackle, yeah. and that's it. But guess what? Not all tackles are that tackle, and not all tackles are weak. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, imagine him trying to straight arm Tyrone Smith, Caleb. Tyrone Smith's gonna be like, "What are you trying to straight arm strength me, this bro? I got I, I got my own straight arm strength." You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Imagine him trying to straight arm strength David Bakhtiari. Not gonna happen. You need Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, you need a. You need another move. move. You need yeah. another move. That's what about like because here's the thing. That's about Kayvon. He can he has he can do the straight arm. He can he can bull rush. But but here's the thing. The bull rush is can be defeated pretty easy. But he can do the the bend and rip and speed. He got a good great first step. Out of all three yeah. men, his first step is the best. And I'm exactly like Davon said. All all that has happened is Wink don't need to screw it up. If Wink screws it up, we're screwed. Wink, they're giving Wink, they gave Wink the best defensive lineman, the best edge player in the draft. And he's basically saying, just don't mess it up, bro. Let him run the ball. Because, man, yeah, like watching Brandon Williams guard a running back, guard a, no, let Kayvon Thibodeau just rush the passer. That's all you got to do is let him rush the passer. That's all you got to do. And he's looking good. I think, you know, I'll say is this. Detroit and Jacksonville may regret their decision. That's all I gotta say. They may regret their decision. That's all I gotta say. We haven't seen that Aiden Hutchinson looks yet. We'll see. We'll see. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe hyperbolic. I am kind of hyperbolic, but it is what it is. Um, but now, um, fan fest, like we just we kept it. Receivers are up and down. One week, one day they look good. One one day they don't look good. Um, today, 
Kevin, um, Kadarius didn't look very good today. Um, but so like we'll, we'll see. But I think that's more of the offense. They're still learning. They're still learning because you know, in in Wings, I keep talking to Ravens fans about Wink Martindale, and it's very clear what his what his offense is, what his defense is. They're gonna do a lot of blitzing. It's gonna be a lot of man. You know what I mean? And that's it's gonna be very hard for us. We don't have the corners to hold up. We don't like we don't have it because, like I said, we dropped our first, uh, we dropped our first um, depth chart. Our starting two corners are Dory Jackson and Aaron Robinson. Uh, I don't think they're good enough. They're fine. (laughs) They're not good enough. We need better corners. We may need to draft corners in the draft or find a corner in free agency. Like some, you know, we'll see. But our corners are is going to be the death of us. You know, at least in at least in you know Baltimore, they had Marcus Peters and I don't remember. Um, yeah, I know it was Marcus Peters. Shout out to West Oakland. Uh, but it is what it is. But yeah, our corners going to need to. They're going to be put on an island. And, you know, we can see, like, they're going to have Julian Love inside, uh, probably on the bottom. They're going to have X-Man, X-Man on the back. X-Man is going to patrol. Um, so we'll see. Uh, the corners are going to be where, on the defensive side, it's, I'm watching the corners. That's what I'm watching against the Patriots. The corners is going to be. But here's the problem, man. Are, are we going to be vanilla on our defense? Are the Patriots going to be vanilla on their offense? Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the corners. They're going to be playing man, man either way. So. Yeah, they're going to be playing man. Let's see if they can play man. Let's see if they can get they can play man. But, like, I'm going to gear with Biden. We're going to get roasted every week. Those corners are not good enough. We need better corners. We need better corners, man. Um, and then the other, the, still, the thing that's really bugging me about uh, our offense is tight end. We have no idea what the hell's going on with tight end because our starter tight end is is Daniel Belling, Bellingring. He's back. He was hurt. Now he's back. He's getting the first team reps. Uh, we, huh? I think, it's, I think it's, I thought it was Ring. I saw Ring. I thought his name was Ring. Daniel Belling. Oh. Bellinger. Yeah, Bellinger. No, there's no, that's not Bellinger. There's no Jer. It's oh. Bell, then Linger. Okay. Bellinger. Daniel Bellinger. So it is what it is. But yeah, so like that that's happened because you know we, Ricky Seals Jones is hurt. He's missed most of training camp. Um Jordan Atkinson, Jordan Atkinson's not very good. I don't know why we signed him. Probably like a camp body. He'll probably either be uh, cut Evan or Ingram's back. Hmm? Evan Ingram's back. Nope, because I saw him I saw him play in Jacksonville. He's still dropping passes. <laughs> He's still dropping passes. I saw him drop like three passes from, from Trevor Lawrence. But we'll see. Uh, but yeah, if Jordan Atkinson, like, you know, if he tries to make the team, it's going to be on special teams. Most of these people are going to be special teamers, I, I think. Uh, but yeah, so it's Daniel. Then there's Chris Mayrick and Andre Miller. Andre Miller was actually looking pretty good. He was, he was doing pretty good. But unfortunately, today he broke his forearm and his wrist. So he's probably going to be put on IR. Uh, like like I said, with um with Marcus McCaithen, he was on IR. Um, could... Andre Miller come back at a at a time maybe, but it's probably gonna put like on temporary RR, which is probably like week eight, bring him back because most time you break your forearm is probably four to six weeks, because you you know what I mean. But we're still in preseason, so we'll see. Are we gonna cut him? Are we not gonna cut him? He looked pretty good out of Maine. He's 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 from the, the University of Maine. He looking pretty good. I six foot three, got a good body, got good control. Um, he looking good, but we'll see because he got injured. Uh, then it was pretty clear that Daniel's Daniel Jones is QB one. Tara Taylor actually today. So today, 
we um today that's real QB one. That's today. Um, Daniel Jones pissed off Brian Dayball, and he took him off the field. I put Tyra Taylor for a play, probably you know to like lecture him. But today, there was a fight, it's a big old fight. Got a fight, you know what I mean? Um, so the fight started when Saquon Barkley gave gave Aaron Robinson a little oomph to the tackle, you know what I mean, which was unnecessary. Uh, and then a fight breaks out between um, John Feliciano, our starting center, Tay Crowder, and Cam Brown, our two linebackers. And just, they're just fighting, swinging punches. And Bobby Johnson, who is our offensive line coach, jumped in the fight and started shoving people. He shoved Cam Brown. And then I think Cam Brown shoved him. And then Feliciano swung on him again. And just an all-out fight just breaks out. And you know what? It's not training camp until there's a fight. Right, Caleb? So, yeah, so that's what happened, man. So, yeah. So that's pretty much all that happened today. You know, um, Cam Brown basically, like, dragged John Feliciano outside. Like, there was a scuffle. And then Cam Brown just, like, grabbed Fleece and just dragged him out like a dead body. And then Fleece gets up and punches him in the face. At least and it's then, not as bad as what uh, Trevor Penning is doing. Because even you getting kicked out, like, three times. Yeah, Trevor Penning, okay, I get the aggressiveness. <laughs> but, dude, just calm down. Like, chill, dude. Like Jesus Christ! Every single play, dude. Yeah, like chill out, bro. You know, just chill out. Yeah, like so. Like apparently, Cam Brown was dragging Fleece, and Bobby Johnson pushes Cam, and then Fleece punches Cam in the head with the helmet. And I'm like, bro, y'all are wearing helmets. No one's feeling this. Like no one's getting hurt. But it is what it is. All right, so kill. That's pretty much it on the Giants yeah. front. Any other like tidbits from um? From the Cowboys that we missed? Uh no. I'm pretty much all mm-hmm. I got. Yeah. All right, cool. But I wanna I want so I wanna talk about like the this um I do want to talk about the defensive side of the ball, uh, their depth chart. Um the defensive side is at an at nose is Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams at defensive tackle. Our starting D end is Azizo Jalare, but he's still working through his um he's still working through his injury. So that's why he has a, the three star designation. Um, our rush end is Kayvon, and then and then what? Here's the thing that's throwing me off is Kayvon's backup is O'Shane Zimenez. O'Shane Zimenez wasn't really having a good camp early on, but now due to the fact that o- Aziz Ojolari is kind of injured, he's taking Ojolari's first team reps. You know, like the problem with with O'Shane, it's not about you know he has tools. It's all about here, the most important part. He keeps making those mental mistakes. He jumping off sides. Um, you know, getting beat off the line, you know, not, not, you know, he needs to get, get it together a little. And, you know, I think that the reps when Aziz is out, it's making him, because he was a cut candidate. They're going to, he was a cut candidate, but I don't think now, I think now he's, he's not going to get cut, you know, now he's going to get cut, which is weird to me. Cause like, I don't see Ellerson Smith on this list. So I don't know what's wrong with Ellerson Smith. Is he hurt? Do they not like him? I don't know. He was the, the, he was the, the rush end we drafted last year, the edge. From Northern Iowa, we'll see if they like him or not because I don't see him at all. And you know, yeah, I was watching a lot of press conferences. Julian Love talking about Wink Martindale and Wink talking about the green dot. He's saying like the green dot, like just because everyone has the green dot on their middle linebacker doesn't mean everybody got to do that. You know what I mean? He then said like 
I could put the if if Leonard Williams or Dexter Lawrence are in the game every single play, they would have the green dot because that's how smart they were. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's saying like we can put the green dot on anybody. You know that's why the green dot's on X now. He, I think he has the green dot on um. Yeah, he could be on PUP. You're probably right, Jared. But I didn't even see him on the PUP list. So I got to double check. I didn't even, because they put they put a couple people on PUP. They put Aziz on PUP. They put Fleece on PUP for a little. Daniel Daniel Belling, Bell, Bellinger was on PUP. But I didn't see Ellison Smith. I got to double check that. Um, usually you would like a, 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 the, the green down the linebacker just because you can get, uh, he's close to the line and get to the lineman. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think I, I think you can I think they're gonna have multiple green dots. I think you can have multiple green dots. So I think it's gonna be middle and safety. I think it's gonna be X and Blake Martinez. That's what I think. Um also too, um big uh big standout of the of the training camp was Darion Beavers, the linebacker out of Cincinnati that we drafted in the sixth round. I don't know how he felt in the sixth round because I like Darion Beavers and he's pretty damn good. And it, if you know if something happens to Blake, I think D- Darion's looking good for a replacement, or or no, no, no not Blake. Uh, Tate Crowder, shoot, man, they, he he may take Tate Crowder's job because Tate 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 be having mental lapses sometimes because Tate's very athletic. He's like very long. He's a very athletic, but you know sometimes you know up there learning schemes kind of really is really the detriment to Tate. And the one person Wink really loves is Darnay Holmes. He's our nickel corner. And I'm a big fan of Darnay Holmes. Call him uh, N- Dirty Thirty is what he calls him. Dirty Thirty. He's he's number thirty. He's number thirty. Um, and he's kind of you know he's kind of rough and rugged. I liked it. You know, Cordell Flott is his backup. Um, Rondarius Williams. Last year he tore his ACL. Rondarius is the go-to backup for either cornerback spots. So I like that as well. Um, and then you know, but here's the thing too about it. Dane Belton, the um the safety who broke his collarbone last week was listed as Julian loves backup. So that's how much they love Dane Belton. So Dane's looking good. Dane's looking good pretty much. You know, so it is what it is. Yeah. All right. So that's the New York Giants, man. Caleb, anything else, my man? No. It's pretty much it. You know, um, um, we're just ready for watching uh, my team go against another team. Yeah. I, I can't wait for, you know, you know, preseason, you know, hitting somebody, you know, none of that joint practices stuff, just like actually hitting someone in the head and, you know, not, not in the head, that messed up, but, you know, all about the one is some yeah, glory, Caleb. Like, like a, lot, a lot of fans, they don't like preseason. They say, oh, it's crap football, whatever. I, yeah. I, I like seeing it. I like seeing guys. Fight for you can the take, season. you can take some stuff out of preseason. Most of your starters aren't going to play. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. Play, obviously. But, but, you know, I like it shows guys. you if you have depth, if you have depth. No, no one's getting hit in the head, Adelia. I misspoke. I apologize. No, 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 no head hunting. That's not okay. You're not Jack Tatum, people. Chill out. Uh, but yeah, man, it shows if your team has depth. If your team has depth, then you're good. You know, that's all I gotta say. You know what? And that's all we're looking for: is some glory. Am I right, Jerry Jones? Uh, I want me some glory, ho. Damn right. All right, Jerry. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm always gonna sign off that way. Uh, so, Jerry Jones, I really appreciate your existence. All right, Caleb. Where can people find you, my man? You can find me uh, on this channel um, on the uh, uh, betting the NFL. Uh, this week is going to be talking to NFC East. We're going to have Ferris on with uh, me and Derek to you know help y'all win some money. Where we're going to make we making some bets. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully you guys you know take our advice and win some money yourselves. 
can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram, NFLCamp22. And uh, yeah, on this, uh, we're also coming out with the, what we come out with, the comic book thing. Uh, you, oh, yeah, top that. five comic books rankings. Uh, we're yeah. going to do, do a video on um, Thursday. We're going to record it as our patrons. They, they listed their top five comic books. We compiled them in our rankings, and we will um, shoot the video and release it to, to everybody. Thank you guys for your participation. Shout out to the patrons. Yeah, shout out to the patrons. Um, patrons, if you want to be a patron, um, like a lot of people are in the chat, you know, shout out to, uh, to um, Bruce Banner, Jared, he's a patron. Um, shout out to um, Hendo, he's a patron. Um, you know, Brodney's a patron. They're patrons. You know, you can go patreon.com slash LGR network to participate in those. There's multiple levels of multiple levels of participation. And, you know, we really enjoy doing this because we, we want to do a lot of community stuff with our patrons. And, oh, and Lunch Break Hot Take. He's also a patron as well. Shout out to Jose. Um, I don't know if it's Jose or... I want, the one's the fancy draft. Late late August, guys. Late August, we're doing the fancy draft after preseason because we finally know who's injured and who's not injured. Yep. You know, so it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, make sure to like this video and subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Share it if you, you know, if you if you want to share it, share it with your... Uh, with your friends and your family. Shout out to Hendo. He shared one of our videos with his kids. And his kids are big fans of us. Shout out to, shout out to Hendo's kids, by the way. Shout out to Hendo's kids. They, they, you know, they're, 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 they're a good bunch. And they're raised by a great man. I'm Ferris Madonna. You can find me at Ferris Madonna on Twitter. You can find me on this channel whenever I pop up here. Every Monday, 3 o'clock. It is Good Friends, Better Rivals. Um, we are bringing back the rally. The rally's coming back. Um, this, uh, this, um, the Montreal and Quebec opens. It's the beginning of hard court season, which means the U S open baby. Here comes the U S open. Um, uh, we're going to do also the Cincinnati open. Um, so me and Adelia, we, we're going to be talking tennis. Also, Adelia came out with her very first episode of starting 11. It's an English premier league podcast where she, an Arsenal fan and Rob Snark, a Chelsea fan talk all about the EPL, world football, everyone. We talk American, they talk world. And two of the most popular sports in the world get discussed on this very channel by two sets of different people. That's all I got to say. On that note, like and subscribe. Join the Patreon if you want. And y'all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. Stay cool because it's pretty hot up in here. It's pretty hot. Pretty hot here. It's pretty hot yeah. in Vegas. And I'll make sure you you know get a good cold bath. And drink some good good stuff like some water. Peace.